Hey, everybody. You are listening to a free preview of the Weekender edition of the Muckrake podcast. Um, I know that there are thousands of you who listen to these free previews. Uh, This show is growing constantly, but we need your support. Head on over to patreon.com slash podcast to become a patron and gain exclusive access to the entire Weekender episodes, but also to exclusive hangouts, Q&As. This weekend, this Sunday, uh, I'm going to be hanging out with Ruth Ben-Giet uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, subscribers will gain a link to that hangout and other such events. Uh, but I just want to reiterate, your support means that this show can remain editorially independent, which I think you have to agree, and I certainly agree, that that is one of the things that makes the Muckrake podcast what it is. It also keeps us ad-free, which is integral to keeping us editorially independent. So head on over to patreon.com slash podcast and become a patron today. All right. And now, the show. Hey, everybody. It's Jared Yates Sexton. It has been... A long week. I hope on your end it has been, I don't know, less long, better, something along those lines. Uh, I am flying solo today because our good friend and co-host Nick Houseman is out doing super cool Nick Houseman things. But I'm here to uh, to captain the old podcast, The Weekender. Uh, Which is good because uh, Nick is going to pick me up next week as I am out running around doing Jared Yates Sexton things. So uh, more than happy to do that. Uh, Before we get going, uh, a couple of notes. Uh, We've got an exciting thing this Sunday. Uh, I'm going to be in conversation with Ruth Ben-Giet. We're going to do a Zoom call, uh, question and answer, basically an adapted version of my bourbon talks on Sundays. Uh, That is going to be at 8 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. Uh, That is going to be open to subscribers on our Substack. So if you haven't already, go over to jaredyatesexton.substack.com and uh, get signed up there. And I'll be releasing the link also to the patrons of the Muckrake podcast. So I'll be sending that link out here shortly. Now, as for the show... um, Unfortunately, uh, as always, we have to talk about right-wing ridiculousness. Um, we got to talk about furries. We got to talk about M&Ms. We got to talk about Florida, where Ron DeSantis is continuing what I believe is one of the most repulsive governorships in modern history. Uh, this is Wallace-level during the civil rights movement level stuff. Um, and it's it's incredible every step along the way to watch it grow uh, more and more egregious. Uh, what what is uh, floated up in recent days has been um, a couple of uh, a couple of pushes here. Uh, first of all, the DeSantis administration using their power over uh, education in the state of Florida, which is a a constant beachhead in this aggressive push. 
Uh, it has blocked an African-American AP course, uh, African-American history, saying that it is, quote, unquote, inexplicably contrary to Florida law. This is, of course, uh, following in the footsteps of this anti-woke act that DeSantis has pushed and has used every step along the way as a weapon uh, to not only uh, forward the agenda of the right-wing donor class, who are going to figure, by the way, uh, very, very largely in the rest of this episode, but also, of course, to raise his political and presidential profile, which those two things go hand in hand now. Uh, in, in, in this attack on these courses now, uh, the main components that have been flagged as being problematic are elements of the African-American AP course, the African-American history course, that focus on intersectionality, which for anybody who doesn't know is the idea that all these different types of oppression and prejudice, uh, they, they come together. That uh, a person can have several different types of uh, privileges and that these privileges often uh, interact with one another and can in fact multiply uh, the effects in terms of power. There is a problem according to uh, the Florida Department of Education, with an emphasis on activism, which I just want to pause for a second and point out that this would be a course, if, if it was written up to DeSantis' standards and up to the Republican Floridian legislature's standards, uh, that would not talk about the abolition movement in the United States of America, that wouldn't talk about the civil rights movement. That's uh, when you really look at it, when you really think about it, that's, that's about as insidious as it gets, is it not? The other two components that uh, have been flagged in this situation, uh, feminist literary theory, which means, of course, that uh, the state of Florida will not allow students to learn about uh, feminist thought, particularly uh, within the letters, which advocates and creates, and this is what literature is always about, of course, it's about creating an idea about an alternate world or a better world. And finally, black queer studies, which would effectively erase the existence of queer people. DeSantis being his usual disgusting self, he said that this was a defense against a, quote, woke indoctrinating agenda. And I'm just going to read this uh, quote that he, he said in all of it. Um, and again, I, I, I want to make it very clear something that I've said in the past about DeSantis. Uh, his ability to be cruel and to weaponize that cruelty is something that we cannot understate, particularly as, you know, it is so necessary to compare him to Donald Trump and his ability to follow in the footsteps of Donald Trump and possibly be even worse than Donald Trump. He says, quote, now who would say that an important part of black history is queer theory? 
Again, just let that wash over you. Now, who would say that an important part of black history is queer theory? What an, what an amazing amount of erasure. And to break it down, what that quote does, uh, because it is just such quintessential Republican bullshit. Now, who would say, which gives no humanity to people who would say that, you know, when you're talking about the African-American experience, it might help to take a look at uh, the experience of queer African-Americans. Now, who would say means that nobody worth listening to, nobody worth calling a person, nobody worth treating as a person would ever possibly say that, which, as the Republican Party has done consistently through its white, heteronormative, oppressive, misogynistic, patriarchal lens, continually only gives humanity and control over history and perspective to themselves. Everybody else is less than human. Everybody else is irrational. Everybody else is dispensable. God, it's awful. It's absolutely terrible. With this has also come word that uh, the state of Florida has handed down communications that all teachers and all schools should be prepared to have every single book within classrooms and libraries um, either vetted by a librarian or a, quote, media specialist as not involving indoctrination and not having state-denied uh, ideas. And if they're not, and if teachers or administrators are found in violation, they could potentially be charged with a felony. That is that's small government at its best, isn't it? Every single book. I um, <clears throat> I'm going to talk a little bit about my history as an educator in a minute, particularly as we start talking about what should be happening right now as opposed to what is happening. But I just want to reiterate how much this authoritarian push relies unterrifying people you have to be responsible for every single book in your classroom possibly being hauled to some sort of a DeSantis right-wing reactionary person or committee even you know you could find yourself very well brought in front of uh, the Florida legislature to be hammered to have Millions of dollars of right-wing donations and funding and campaigns and media apparatuses focused on you and your family. And I can tell you as somebody who, starting in 2016, got the white-hot spotlight put on him, it's awful. It's awful. 